Welcome to Clips Ahoy podcast. Episode 3. I'm your host Jason and this is This is Carlos uh reporting to you live from home. Same here. We're not at Devin's house this time, yeah, unfortunately. So hopefully you guys uh don't really hear any air conditioning or anything like that, but uh you may hear an airplane or two fly over my house. <laughs> I live near the airport, so but it's close to the uh, to the new stadium, to the potential arena for the Clippers, nice. which is pretty cool. So when is that supposed? To, is that next year? Nah, it's supposed to be well, provided that they fix all of the mumbo jumbo uh, uh, paperwork and getting getting past all of these legality yeah with uh did you hear there's like a lawsuit with um was it the knicks owner oh yeah he's um yeah james dolan who's the owner of the knicks and he's also the owner of the madison square garden he owns the form at this point and um his thing is i'm worried about oh oh hold on that was a really bad impersonation (laughs) he's from new york so i'm gonna be like so uh these guys they coming into my territory and they're trying to build their own clippers arena and it's gonna take away business from me i get the triple a stars i get all the performances and why should i split that with these bozos so he's pretty (laughs) much like that then balmer is just like developers 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 (laughs) go clippers If you guys are listening to this show for the first time, we are normally three dudes with casual takes about the LA Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, so our third host, Devin, isn't with us today. I believe he's busy with work. So you'll have to listen to my and Carlos's uh, annoying voices. I guess just me. Well, I mean, at least it'll be in a little bit better of a quality because we're actually um, uh, doing this uh, via uh, Discord. So, so there's um, there's a lot better uh, feedback in regards to how things sound. At least I hope it does. It's funny because I listened to the first podcast again and then the second (sighs) podcast. So I guess we're just going to up our production quality every every single episode. You the man. By the tenth episode, we're going to be in the whole production studio. Yeah, of course. And we're going to have a producer, and we're going to have a marketing agent. We're going to we're going to have a big old street team for Clips Ahoy oh, yeah. podcast. Hashtag goal. Yeah, feel free to apply. Just uh, shoot us an email. What's the email again? <laughs> Clips Ahoy podcast at gmail dot com. Yes. Or we'll... tweet us at Clips Ahoy underscore. Pod. Yes, and I'm following. I'm hoping that we got other followers. Cause I, I believe think there we was have a... a second follower, and I don't know who it is. So All right, that's good. That's it a, might be your friend. If we're, you shared it. we're growing! Yeah, that's good news. So on today's show, we're going to go over the rest of the preseason and any other news around the league. And then our second subject 
I have a little um, result from a survey. The NBA League did a survey on all the general managers of the, of the league and their opinion on players and kind of things what happened in the things that happened in the off season. Ooh, hopefully uh, some some juicy news about Daryl Morey. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Yeah, let us. <laughs> we might get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And then lastly, we'll go over the first two weeks of the season, talk about the games that are coming up ahead, and our predictions. Sound good? It sounds fantastic. All right, so let's get into let's it. Let's roll. So the first bullet point I have is uh, Kawhi Leonard. So he actually had his debut against the Nuggets in the preseason. Dude, I'm, I'm not going to lie. But I did watch this game. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, right? We're supposed to do what we're supposed to do as fans. Well, that sounded I like Bill Cosby for it. a bit. <laughs> You're just yeah. Anywho, anyways, go ahead. Go go with your thought. So Kawhi had his debut against the Denver Nuggets. Um, he played 11 minutes, so not too much. But boy, did he have a presence! In that game, dude, Just, it was it was awesome. I'm sorry for interrupting, but check no, it: seven point six assists in eleven minutes. Guy would almost had a double double. Now imagine if he had played a full game. Granted, I don't want him to play full games of preseason, but that's pretty badass. And, and you know, with what Kawhi is already contributing right off the bat, that's that's uh, that's that's, that's good things to come, man. I know he just. It's such a difference when someone you have someone his caliber on your team, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you could just see how players when he has the ball, players just play him differently, and then the team around him just gets automatically better. Yep, yep. Um, uh, I think uh, just in general, um, I mean, we didn't. I mean, Paul George is still uh, nursing his injuries still, and he, he's still on the track to get back, but still. Even if it's just one out of the two guys, it's it's more than enough, at least for right now. So hopefully, uh, from what I hear from there, there's no definitive news about Paul George, but um, but here's hoping that we have a, a really good start and and a great opportunity to start some some real team chemistry. I mean, I, I am hearing. Sorry, I don't have a source, but they're saying <laughs> Paul George is going to come probably towards the end of November, middle of November. So we won't get to see those two play together until that time. Well, I get a good, I get my fill on Thanksgiving, other than food. In that case, oh yeah, is there <laughs> is there basketball games on the? I, think, I don't there, think they have any basketball games on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I don't think so. Um, but uh, they usually do football on Thanksgiving Day. Oh yeah, that's right. But um, basketball is all over Christmas though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Going back to Kawhi, he we also had a game against some China team, I believe, and then another Australia team. But Kawhi didn't play those games. But in our last game against the Mavericks, he showed up again. Um, this time doubling his minutes, twenty two minutes. He had a okay game. Um I believe he was playing defense against uh, Luka Doncic. So maybe it was a more of a different matchup compared to the Nuggets because they they're not really known for their elite wings, whereas Doncic is a whole other 
kind of player. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, with with the Mavs in, in general, I'm not really sure what their outlook is. To be honest with you, I don't know what really defines them as a team. They're kind of like those. They're like a wild card team. It really depends on Luka Doncic and Porzingis mm-hmm. and how well they're able to establish their chemistry. Yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't call them out of the running. Like, it's the Western Conference. Every team is going to give you a challenge. Yeah, but they, they uh, yeah, I mean, because with the lack of, uh, you know what? This is the first year without Dirk, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Hang, well. Oh, they're gonna put his. Uh, I heard they're gonna put like a uh, one of his silhouettes on the court this year, so that he has a a Dirk fadeaway silhouette on the court of the Dallas Mavericks. Oh man, you ever That's see that? Cool. Yeah, that is really cool. You ever see that one GIF of uh, of uh, Dirk doing uh, that blink at the camera, and then he does his you know his fadeaway, he makes the basket. Oh, uh, kind of like Michael Jordan s when he like shot a free throw like with his eyes closed. <laughs> Oh, it's, I guess it's somewhat comparable to that, but man, but when he, you, you can't help but fall in love with the guy when he blinks at you and then he does the shot. And while well, he's getting, uh, uh, with the hand in his face too, so that was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah. That shot's so hard to guard. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, uh, with the Dallas Mavericks, I, yeah, it's, they're, they're just kind of, uh, I don't know. I figured that they're, they're a little bit more, um, more international. In regards to uh, than them than before, especially with Porzingis and and Doncic and uh, who did, they also have Boban. I think they have Boban. Yeah, they have Boban who's shooting threes now. Yeah, so Boba, so Boba, I'll say Boba, Boban from the <laughs> Bobby and Toby show. Yeah, he's in uh, he's in, uh, in Texas land, having a good time. He's just. First he started with San Antonio, now he's back in Dallas. Hey man, I wish him but I wish him but the best. And speaking of which, like when they played against the Mavs, Boban and uh, Lou Williams met at half court like before the game, and uh, he gave him like a big hug, which made Lou Williams look like a baby compared to. Him. Oh, dude, he makes everybody look like a baby. I bet you, like if you put his hand like right next to my head, and I have a big ass head, it, like I'm I'm pretty sure it'll it'll just. He could crush me. <laughs> Just crush me. I can only imagine, like, when he grips the ball. Because Kawhi is supposed to have some pretty awesome hands. They call him the claw yeah, the for claw. a reason. But, I mean, Boban, jeez. There's times when I see him dunk and he just barely tippy-toes and he just dunks. It's and, crazy. Yeah. Anyways, we're, 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 we're straying way too far away from... Yeah, so from, going from, back to Kawhi from, against back the to good Here's To his... old Clippers here. So, sorry about that, guys. Here's his stat line. Um, he was 5 for 19, which isn't the best. Yeah. Uh, 2 for 8 on 3-pointers. So 13 points total, 2 assists, 3 rebounds, 4 steals. So it's not the best stat line, but I mean, this is in limited minutes. But the 4 steals, that's kind of good, And considering he's going up against Luka Doncic and Porzingis. Um, that probably just told him to just sh- shoot your shot, man. But just go ahead and get your feel. Go ahead and just shoot all of the balls that you want. It's, he does have. He seems to have good chemistry with um, Montrez Harrell, so that's kind of good to see. Mm-hmm. But in terms of getting everyone else involved, it looks like they're still trying to find that chemistry. He did pretty good with Zubac too. When oh, th- that's right. There was plenty of uh, 
you know, of him attacking the paint and, um, th- you know, passing off for the assist, giving it to Zubax. Zubax throws it down. Those, those are pretty good. Yeah, it's really those uh, pick and roll opportunities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are going to come and come a lot with uh, Kawhi. So, um, to kind of transition into our next segment, well, not segment, but next topic at hand is man. Terrence Mann. My man. Yeah, my man. Now, I've seen this dude play, and I saw him play in both games. Um, dude is like a bolt of lightning in regards to energy. The dude the dude hustles. He grinds. He hustles. It's good. He's the one that's sticking out as opposed to Kemembele. Um, Kemembele? Kemembele. Jesus. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, nephew. Yeah, nephew. Jesus. All right, so. um yeah, man, and uh, he really he really throws it out there. He kind of reminds me of what uh, of what Shy was bringing up uh, bringing up to the plate when he first started um, in the rotation as a rookie. So I'm hoping that this is just you know uh, a preview of things to come in that case because and and um, you know I, I, from what you had um, suggested from what people have been saying about him um, is that he's bringing that really good energy and I guess I'll let you explain, but supposedly there's a couple of whispers among other Clippers players that are trying to whisper things into the coach. Yeah. So there's a tweet by Joe Van Buha. I believe he's, he used to be a Clipper beat writer. Mm-hmm. Now he's writing for more, what is it? Fox sports. Maybe he reported that, Doc said the Clippers players' actions are indicating to him that the team wants Terrence Mann to play more. Quote, that, that's the guy you always see them talking to. They're always on. It's almost like they're saying, hey, you've got, you got to get going. You've got to get ready now. So that's kind of big to say about a rookie. Um, he wasn't even drafted in the first round, I believe. I think it was the second round pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's good if you know if you have them talking and wanting to put you within that rotation. It just just to really get that experience through, especially from what he's shown, because he's no joke, man. I think he's really good. Plus, I like his hair, dude. Man, he looks fly. Oh yeah, that little. I don't know if you call it a fro, but it's like it's just out there. It's I don't like, know. What, I, how would you say? Um, I would say like a a. Frohawk? A frohawk? I don't know. Is that a name? Is that a term? A frohawk? I think that is. A frohawk is something. That's funny. Yeah, I... I you know who he reminds me? I mean, this is kind of too too big of a comparison, but he does remind me a little bit of Donovan Mitchell. He's like a what, little undersized, but... He reminds yeah. you of the spider? Why? Spida. Spida Mitchell. <laughs> the spider, he, man. He, he's like a little undersized, but like he has the muscle and like the length even though height wise he's not when you were saying that he reminds you of spider i was thinking like his hairdo don't look like his though i was like what that's right he plays with energy like a lot of energy if you watch highlights of terrence man he's Mm -hmm, just like mm -hmm. cutting in he's trying to get the ball oh he got into an altercation with luka Doncic against the Mavs, which is kind of weird yeah that's just hella random uh i mean i I don't i'm not saying hey look man look at this guy he's He's a tough guy. I'm like, we already got Pat Bev for that, dude. We don't, we don't need, just, just concentrate on your, on your own stuff, Terrence. And I mean, right now you're doing good. And I hope you continue to show, uh, to be a sponge, to uh, absorb all of that stuff. 
and and just get better, man. That I mean, Shy did an amazing job. I think Shamit was pretty good in his last year too yeah. with his. Rookie. And then even before that, the year before we had a uh, what's his name? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm slipping up. But like he was like a two way guard, um, and he this was when we had Blake, and he like stepped up immediately from the D League and started putting up numbers and guarding like Steph Curry pretty well. I'm trying to remember. It's like we always have one of these guys now, and I feel like Man is that guy this year. Hmm. Or hopefully he develops and like turns out to like to be like a really solid rotation player. Tyrone Wallace. Tyrone Wallace. There you go. Damn man, yeah. how much is uh? It's pretty crazy. Not that long ago we had we had Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> too, too soon. <laughs> God damn. Oh man, he's doing comedy. So, yeah, did you see his little comedy bit, like, in Canada, where he was uh, posing as, like, an Uber driver? No. <laughs> Do tell. I guess he was promoting his comedy show, and he was doing... He's doing stand-up all over Canada in the off-season. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did a little segment where he posed as an Uber driver and picked up people around Canada. That's and so random. I think maybe, like... Why in Canada, of, of ten, all places? Out of what? ten people, only one... One passenger recognized him. Oh, dude. You know what? Blake isn't really so much of a household name as he used to be with those Kia commercials. Yeah. Like, it's so sad. I mean, you would only know about him if you are, at this point, uh, a Clipper fan, a Detroit fan, maybe even a Warriors fan. Because you was a Warriors fan, you probably hated that guy with the passion. Him and Chris Paul. Uh, or... A grizzly fan. Oh yeah, grizzly. So. Those Rudolph, uh, uh, yeah, Zach yeah, Randolph. Sorry, yeah. Zach Randolph and uh, Griffin battles were pretty intense back then. Oof. Yeah, rest in peace, Grizzlies, man. Uh, speaking of Blake Griffin again, my cousin from Michigan came over and he was telling me like the Blake Griffin effect. So last year, mm-hmm. the Pistons moved to a new stadium. So it was, it's not the palace anymore. It's like the Little Caesars <laughs> Stadium or something. Yeah, I don't know why you're laughing, man. Little Caesars is pretty good, man. They got a good value. It's not an arena that like rolls off the tongue. Like, oh, let's uh, go to the Little Caesars arena. What the hell? Well, you know what? I wouldn't even be tripping. Imagine if you could get yourself a hot and fresh while watching the game. Get yourself a pepperoni. <laughs> Some crazy dope. bread. Hell yeah. Crazy bread while I'm watching Blake ball out. That's dope. <laughs> We gotta make a trip to Detroit. We need to make a trip to Detroit, get some crazy bread, (laughs) and get a hot and fresh. You know, we're not sponsored by. Ball out. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, man. I mean, going back to the story. Uh huh. uh, It was like one of the first few games that um, Blake played, and they were interviewing him. And my cousin told me when they interviewed him, they asked him, "What's kind of different between the." crowd here versus the crowd in LA oh god and then Blake Griffin responded oh shit like oh the crowd here you know it's great to have some diehard fans like actually come out to the game and cheer cheer us on and then my cousin said they panned out to the crowd and there is like <laughs> empty seats everywhere what the heck man <laughs> I, I mean you gotta say what you gotta say to just to give them a decent answer but I mean we had a good few diehards there's a, a clip section 114 man i met the uh the, the dude that runs um that runs that squad and he's a nice guy yeah but uh, i don't know if i'm pretty yeah. sure every 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 team has their own like 
diehard fans, but there's there's oh, Detroit, still some animosity from Blake. Oh man, just just watch the uh, just keep on watching the um, the Steve Ballmer and Blake Griffin running away <laughs> on loop, dude. It's, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Poor Blake. All right, going to our next topic. Sports Illustrated on their cover. They released a picture of the LA Clippers, and it's their NBA preview magazine. Oh, yeah. And in this cover, you have Patrick Beverly, Paul George, Landry Shamit, Kawhi Leonard, Lou Williams, and Montrezl Harrell all rocking the new City Edition uniforms, which is the GTA inspired Los Santos. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> CJ Jersey. and Big Smoke are proud. <laughs> I'm surprised they're not wearing white beaters and jeans instead of... <laughs> well, man, make sure that they're sagging. <laughs> well, what do you think about these uniforms? Dude, all they need is to wear the Nike Cortez on each one and they'd be set. That was one of the comments I read like when this was posted. It was just like, man, if they wear some Nike Cortez, like they totally have that L.A. vibe going oh, on. Oh, no, dude. See, look, they, they, you know, they, they kind of got the old English going on with the uniforms. It looks dope. The fact that it just says Los Angeles on it. And I'm going to tell you, there's, there's plenty of Laker fans that are pretty jealous about this design. They're going to hate on it. But deep down inside, they're, they're thinking this is a dope uniform. It is, it is dude. pretty nice. I'm. It's it's a nice, uh, bright white with the black with the black um, graphic in the front. It's it's simple, but that font, man, that's that's the game changer right there, dude. I really hope that they release these sometime soon. And I'm like, man, why did I get my my most recent jersey? By the way, folks, I ended up getting my Paul George jersey. Uh, uh, this past week, so I, I said it. So, so now it's uh, it's now Devin and Jason's move now. So <laughs> they have to. Uh, uh, we'll we'll let we'll let um, uh, Jason get uh, Kawhi, and then we'll let Devin get Chuck the Condor because he took forever because <laughs> he didn't even show up to this podcast today. I feel like that should be like the bet this season. Like I don't know what what type of bet we'll make, but like. Whoever has the worst whatever, they have to get a check the card. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Um, I, I, but what's good is that from a lot of the feedback from what a lot of people via Twitter, via Instagram, um, I'm not sure about Facebook, but just in general, um, people are really feeling the jerseys, man. It's really cool. It's, it's, uh, cause I remember that we were talking about the, the, um, the court, the, the court design. And oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just like a, a fan made graphic. I didn't think it was like legit. Either that or they just probably said, Hey yo man, we really like your uh, design. We're gonna pay you and hooks up. So Yeah, it's really nice. I mean when you have our other jerseys to compare it to, like this one obviously is it's a lot better. I, Especially I, like uh-huh. when you put it up against those red jerseys. They which are terrible. They but what are the these are city edition too, right? Yeah, these are the city editions. Okay, so the last city edition was really dope because it was based off the 1984 Olympics back in LA. Yeah, those are really nice. Those have a really dope design. And then this one, whoo, and I didn't think that could be one up. And apparently in this case, this this is dope. Yeah, so last year I got the hat, um, the LA hat with the that was in the Olympic kind of design. I'm not sure if I'll wear the hat for this one. I might, I might have like a little... No gangster. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Well, that's the short Filipino boy with the graffiti LA hat. <laughs> okay. Walking around. <laughs> Uh, but man, I I can't wait till they wear these, dude. These will look dope. And they, I don't know if um, do, do the Cl- I'm pretty sure the Clippers play on Christmas because I know they always yeah, they a, play against the Lakers. Uh, excellent. So they always end up releasing um Christmas style jerseys. Um, so I'm really hoping That's that right. they do some kind of a variation on this, which would be pretty dope. Yeah, Nike's really killing it with the jersey designs lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That Bumble logo don't look that bad either. I don't know, I still have... Hey, man, it could be that. worse, dude. It could be worse. It could be Little Caesars. <laughs> could be Herbalife. Could be Herbalife spread across the entire chest. Could be YouTube spread across the entire chest, like the LAFC jerseys. It's cool. Yeah. At least, the, at least the icon looks pretty cool. And also, there, this is the cover of Sports Illustrated, so we're gonna see a lot of Clipper media press. Hell yeah, this is good. Season. It's getting getting more recognition than they deserve. Because I mean, it was one thing to have, Cl- uh, I'll say, Cliff Paul. That's my insurance agent, <laughs> by the way. Um, Chris Paul and Blake. I mean, they were both. You know, that was Lob City. Um, but in this case, I don't know what to really call it. I mean, I know they mentioned Clamp City, but when we see them all play together, I don't know. They're going to be called something else. Yeah, I'm, I don't know about Clamp City yet. I still have my reservations about that because our perimeter defense is good, but our interiority is not that great. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that at a later point. No. And you know what's funny about this picture? Sorry, going back. is like Landry Shamit's in the back. <laughs> I don't know. He just looks funny to me. Thunder Shamit, he he need to get rid of that stash, man. It looks straight you know out his of like name, right? What the stash? No, they and when he was a Philly, they called him Waluigi. Oh, dude. Okay, you know what? I'll allow <laughs> it. He could keep the stash now. Makes sense. As long as he keeps shooting those threes. Yeah, and then every time, every time he he shoots the uh, the three, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> like he does a little mustache fling with his like a pinched finger <laughs> that should be like his, his thing you know when you're when you're running back in transition on the court right after making the three and then uh the other team called the timeout some people point out their uh point out their arms saying that they got ice in their veins some people uh do uh do the the uh the, the melting pot the uh the little swirly and he just walks back like just, waluigi yeah he twirls his <laughs> mustache and he's like <laughs> Three. <laughs> so, Sorry, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So this, I need to cop an issue of this, dude. Um, I think Sports Illustrated is released like every week, so I need to like get my copy like ASAP before they. Oh yeah, you should get one. Yeah, uh, before they take it out of stands. So I need to go to like Ralph's or something <laughs> where they because there's no newsstands that exist in LA. Lastly, just to end the preseason, do you have any? takes on the rest of the preseason like around the league or? uh first of all um uh, i'm not even touching anything from the far east um in that regard uh with whatever's going on with the nba and stuff but i'm just telling you it is really messing them up um <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous but... yeah so um i don't really have an opinion on that and I would rather stick to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing to see here, guys, other than these dope-ass jerseys. Um, We're just podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I was, I was uh, 
Anthony Davis just came back, and I'm just throwing out some Lakers stuff too, just because um because Anthony Davis came back because he had a he had a thumb injury, which I thought was going to keep him out of the the home opener, or I'm not the home opener, but the uh, first game, uh, of the, the first few games, yeah. yeah. But he came back healthy. <sighs> yeah, they they kind of do look scary, to be honest. Yeah. Though. When I, when I saw that clip of like LeBron to Anthony Davis alley-ooping to JaVale McGee, I was like mm-hmm. thinking to myself, how are we going to stop that? Like, Zubak. It's <laughs> like, oh, God. Um, I mean, he's, he's good, but like, I don't know if his defense is that good. <laughs> so, I mean, it's going to be the first game of the season, so we'll see. We'll see. I have some a few thoughts. Sure. So Zion got injured, and he'll be out. I think the whole month of November. Yeah, he. It was surprisingly because he was feeling. I guess he was uh, something about his knee. I think, right? Yeah, and this totally reminds me of when Blake Griffin first came in the league, mm-hmm. when and then he like played against the Hornets and had like a crazy dunk, and then later. It turned out he had like a torn meniscus and was out his first season. Yeah, that. Well, the Zion was creating some highlights already in the preseason. It's just kind of sad to like mm-hmm. hear that he won't be able to play until probably a month from now. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, fun fact, and and because you're the one that informed me about today, is I I went out to go do a hike at the Culver City Stairs. And I am walking up this hike, you know, I'm sweating, I'm getting my steps in, you know, it's, I'm getting my Rocky theme going and all that stuff. <laughs> as soon as I see that one hill that's super steep, it's like, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> and then so as I'm going up to the very, very top, I see these Nike logos and it has like this, this, this other logo on it and I don't even recognize it. And they're filming a commercial up there. And I'm like, okay, so this is really random. They're filming a commercial or anything. And I come back. They start covering all of the windows and stuff because they're going to film the commercial of this little recreational center at the top of the uh, the mountain. I go down this super steep-ass hill back back because I'm walking back to my car. I've already got my steps in. I'm, I'm doing amazing. And then Jason comes in and he messages me, hey, yo. Say so obviously that's a good impersonation of Jason. He was like, "Hey yo, that is Paul George's logo," and I'm like, "What?" Now let me tell you this: there's times when I would exercise more than normal, but that hill is an exception, and I didn't want to go up that hill all over again <laughs> just to say what's up to Paul George. But man, that's just—I was like, "Damn it." I know, that's kind of crazy. Like, if you were able to just, like, peep in the commercial. Oh, no, man. Like, they had the door open at that little rec center. People were just kind of chilling outside. Like, there was, like, it didn't look like bodyguards or anything, but Homeboy probably would have stopped by, and I would have been like, hey, yo, PG, what's cracking? Yeah, you could have been like, what up, YG Tresse? Oh, man, YG, no, you have to say it like, what up, YG Tresse? It's kind of like, you know, instead of... Yeah, of course. You have to say it correctly. It's kind of like when you say, Hey, what's up, Carlos? I'm like, no. What's up, Carlos? Roll the R. (laughs) But nah, I'm just messing. Nobody ever does that. Except mom. But mom won't hear this podcast. Hey, mom. (laughs) Mama? 
It would have been cool if you were able to see him. But... It would, it would. But I um, wonder what the commercial was for. Maybe it was for his shoes. I don't know. Maybe the way they had it kind of set up is um, they have like this little rec center up there, but it's kind of window like everything is clear around it, and they had like uh, these black couches, black chairs, and um, and just a little coffee table. So it was just really random. I didn't know what they were doing. So. I just figured it was just commercial. I didn't expect it was for for PG man. I'm like he did have that one Gatorade commercial a couple of years ago that became like a meme. Mm. What is it? What was it? It was something like or no OT tonight, <laughs> <laughs> something. Like that. Oh, I have no idea. It's I mean, <laughs> I just know that it was a missed opportunity, and you know, woulda, shoulda, coulda, but didn't. <laughs> so let's get to our second topic of the podcast so i took some questions from this gm survey that took place this year mm-hmm. um, once again it's a survey they send out to the general managers of the league so all 30 teams and they just give them like questions on what do you think will happen in the league or who do you think is the best player so on and so forth i'll read the results and i'll we could talk about how we feel about this okay so one of the questions was uh which team will win the 2020 NBA Finals? And number one, with 46% of the vote, LA Clippers. That's so weird. I'm not used to hearing that, man. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I've been saying this since the beginning of the podcast, I don't like it when we have like those expectations set up so high. Like I would just much, much rather just hear... Um, hear us being the underdog man that, that was a nice it's a different it's a different um what do you call it it's a different um era of the clipper franchise it's just it's just gonna be like this for a little bit it's so weird dude even during the lob city days i don't think we even even had these expectations but it's the Kawhi effect i mean he took the raptors to the promised land in one year a rental season of all seasons so you're probably going to start hearing some car alarms in the background, so I apologize <laughs> in advance. So, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we could take a break here if you want. We can. Let's take a break real quick. I <laughs> And, oh, no, actually, no, the alarm went off. <laughs> break delayed. Let's go. <laughs> Such good timing. Very good timing. They knew that uh, they're like, no, oh, no, you don't, Carlos. They got pissed off when you just, like wanted them to be the underdogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so like I was saying, yeah, just, just, I mean, I'm. It's nice, but at the same time, you kind of don't want that attention because if they don't meet up to those expectations, it's going to be a failure. And I totally get it because it's like we only have PG and Kawhi for two years, and essentially. It's it's those two years are bust essentially. Realistically, that's what it is. But it just it's nice to hear it. But at the same time, it does. It's, it, I don't know. It's weird. Also, if this if we don't win, you know, it's gonna turn into it's just like Clippers are cursed. Or, yeah, yeah, and then they're gonna be like, oh, the Clippers the, being the, the Clippers. Yeah, can't get Unless out of the second happens. round. But even then, it'll be like, oh, they're cursed. Yeah. Bleh. But so. uh, second place was uh, Milwaukee Bucks with 36%. That's random. And then third is Lakers. 
That's not random. I, I mean, mean, they finished first than last year in Greek, Eastern Greek Conference. Greek Freak did pretty good, but I mean... He got stopped by Kawhi. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, you know what? You're right, because, uh, yeah, Toronto Raptors, they don't got nobody no more other than Kyle Lowry. Lowry? Kyle Lowry. Um, and then, so uh... if this is... The game so changer. what I'm seeing is that they're saying the Clippers and Bucks... That's the expected finals series, which is That's crazy. so like, weird. You would never picture those two teams in the finals. And uh, usually it's the Warriors and LeBron, and now... Cleveland versus the Warriors. The Heat versus the Spurs. Clippers versus the Bucks. Oh, man. Of all teams to beat for the finals. I, w- I, I will say, I feel like day. we've had the Bucks' number for like the last few seasons, so... If this was the final series, like I would feel very comfortable mm. against the Bucks, even with the Greek Freak. West is West is still strong, man. I mean, it's just it's, it's teams are made up of duos now. Yeah, we still gotta make it through the West first. Okay, so next question I have here is who will win the 2019-2020 Kia MVP? So with first place is Giannis uh, with 52 percent of the vote. He's the top vote getter, mm-hmm. but in second place you have tied at ten percent of the vote. Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, and then Kawhi Leonard. I'm gonna say LeBron still has a chance to get at it if the Lakers do good. If they only yeah. do good, if he manages to bring them out with the winning record and actually get them pretty far into the playoffs, I think LeBron is is more than capable of. Being in the conversation again, Steph Curry. I feel like um, with the Warriors, it's like a lot of that hype for them has really died down. It's really like this MVP is kind of who carries the team the most. Well, I feel like in the last few years, that's how the awards given out. I think it should be a little bit more definitive of who actually made the biggest change for that team. Uh, and then I feel like that would just be between AD and Kawhi. But it, it's nice to know that Kawhi is in the conversation. And then the third question I have here is they asked, who is the best shooting guard in the NBA? So one, James Harden with 86% of the vote. And then second to him was Paul George. That's so, <laughs> so I guess, random. Look, oh, 7%. Like, I mean, trying to think of any other shooting guards why it's so much over just at james harden what the heck i'm guessing like clay thompson but he's injured so there's really not a lot of shooting guards yeah in today's league. man and shooting guards were all the thing back in the 2000s and then you had like kobe t mac man steve francis no he was pg he was a yeah, point he guard this is mm. a shooting guard oh, reggie miller ray allen Oh man, that was that was the golden age at that time for those guys. Um, Pietkowski, Pietkowski, <laughs> Pike, <laughs> the Polish rifle. <laughs> okay, so let's go with the uh, the next one. So the next question is: Who is the best small forward in the NBA? Um, number one is Kawhi Leonard, two LeBron, and three Giannis. It's really weird the way they named that position, the small forward, when Kawhi is not really that small. So it's just <laughs> like, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's the small forward. 
Uh-uh, there's nothing small about none of these dudes. More like large Ford. Yeah, large Ford. <laughs> that was a really bad joke, but whatever. I don't care. We guess it's our podcast. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> They're going to give us a review on, on the little review. Three stars. Bad puns. Stop with the dad jokes. Yeah, stop with the dad jokes. Jesus Christ. You get that enough. So basically, we have the be- we have the second best shooting guard and 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 the best small forward. Just kind of crazy to think about. It, you don't see that that often. Maybe like that one, or I guess you do with the Warriors. And they yeah, I mean it's, and... it's still kind of like a too good to be true kind of a deal. I still like being the underdog. Damn it! It's a good combination to have when you're trying to win the championship. Let's just say that. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you a good combination in and out, man. Get yourself a double double with some animal fries. That you're gonna say sp- spam and peanut butter. <laughs> oh, come on, man! Why you do that, dude? You know that uh, spam that and Indian, peanut butter. You know that In and Out. That's um, was it Rosecrans? Okay. And then there's like an Indian restaurant, like on the opposite side of the street. Mm-hmm. So my brother told me this. People go to that Indian restaurant and get the chicken tikka masala sauce okay. and put it on their In-N-Out burger. You know what? That doesn't sound that bad. I'd probably put it over gotta, my fries, though. We gotta try it one of these days. I'll let you walk in there and awkwardly ask, can I have some tikka masala sauce? Oh, it's not just the You gotta get the whole thing. Oh, okay. Then what's the point of even going to In-N-Out, then? Well, you just eat the chicken and then... The leftover sauce, because, you know, it's curry. There's so much sauce. That's a lot of food, man. Anyways. We'll we'll try it one of these (laughs) Next. Next question was, what team made the best overall moves this offseason? You already know that one. Without a doubt, it was the LA Clippers with 82% and Pelicans with 11% of the vote. Pelicans. Which is surprising, because you'd think if they traded away their best player... But then you realize they got so much value back. Yeah. I mean, I thought Houston did pretty good, too. I mean, they literally got rid of Chris Paul, uh, which yeah, is contract. aging contract. And they got Russ, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I think Brooklyn did pretty team. awesome, too, with KD and Kyrie. I think that one's just kind of on hold just until, like, KD comes back. And we'll see how, like, how he comes back. Mm-hmm. Because he's definitely going to be out for the season. And then since it's a torn Achilles, a lot of people don't come back well yeah. from that. Actually, I'm going to throw this question out to you, uh, Jason. Uh, which team made the worst overall moves this offseason? Or I guess a better generalization, who had the worst offseason? I thought you were going to say, to summarize the question, who are the Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I don't actually that's think it's when the you, I That's think... when I have to pull a sham at Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was waiting for you to say something like that. I was like, uh, I made the worst off moves. They said 100% say the dits. <laughs> God. I'm sorry, the nits. <laughs> oh, no, geez. but I actually think the Hornets. Like, I feel like they didn't. They just turned into a really, really bad team. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like no hope. They only had Kemba with them for a while, and uh, and then like, Kemba's really good. I still think he's one of the most underrated players. I think even though he's on the Celtics, but I don't know, man. I, I think we spoke about that last time, but uh, yeah, I told you that he wasn't overrated. But 
Oh, fuck <laughs> God, our differing opinions, jeez. Anyways, next. Who is the best defensive player in the NBA? Oh, man. Number one, Kawhi. Two, Rudy Gobert. Three, Draymond Green. Four, tied. Tied for four, Giannis and Paul George. Six, AD. Gobert's pretty good. I think he's really good. He's uh, he's really good at blocking in the paint and just overall getting those defensive rebounds. They're really they're he, he's he's really good for. Well, for well, basically, that Utah team they don't have to have two people inside. Like just have Gobert stretch his arms and have shooters all around him. Ah, man, I bet it's fun to cheer for him. Like go Gobert, go Gobert, go Gobert. Go, go, Gadget Copter. I was going <laughs> to take the joke out of my mouth. <laughs> well, put it back in, man. And chew it and swallow it and never never seen again. Digest it. So the, the funny thing about this, too, is that Kawhi and Gobert, they tied last year at 37%. So, again, GMs know that these are probably the top two defensive players in the league. This is based one more of a perimeter, the other one more of an inside presence. This is based off of the survey, though. But but who ended up winning the defensive player of the year last year? Last year it was Rudy Gobert. Huh. Okay. And I think the year before was Draymond Green. Hmm. Which yeah. is still on this list. Um, yeah, he's he's he's. Uh, yeah, I guess he's a pretty good he's, defense. He's a really disruptor. Like he really messes up a lot of teams' tempos. I think he shows up most in the postseason, which is when the, they start the playing votes don't dirty. Matter. <laughs> like, whose line is it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Paul George on Paul this? Paul George is on the list, yeah. I wonder. So again, how, we have the top two defensive. Yeah, that's good. Players, or top five. I wonder how annoyed they get of being called the two way players. Like, don't get me wrong, they're two way players, but I bet you they get that a lot. And I bet you they must be really annoyed. Man, stop calling me two-way, man. Well, I'm pretty sure it's better than called a one-way player. Uh, yeah, but I mean... I guess so. Takes two to tango. Are you like the whole, I'm an all-around kind of player? A jack-of-all-trades. I mean, they are. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, they probably don't like it. It's kind of like when somebody gets interviewed, and then it's like, we just needed to execute. We needed to. Uh, we needed to make sure we played as a team. Um, Got to execute the offense. Yeah. Execute the defense. We need to execute Got, the defense. We just want to trust each other and establish the chemistry. Yeah, it's always like the same answer. It's just it's like a Mad Libs book. They just find different verbs and adjectives to explain the same thing. These guys are like just played like ten, fifteen minutes, and they they gotta go through an interview. <laughs> All right, next. Last question um, that I have here is, uh, who is the best perimeter defender in the NBA? Top two answers, Kawhi and Paul George. Sure ain't James Harden, I could tell you that. Oh, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Hey, Harden, don't come after me. <laughs> Kawhi. Yeah, I guess Kawhi. Kawhi's uh, Paul George. Paul George, I see more so than Kawhi, if that makes sense. I just see... Um, Kawhi more like mid range to the paint. He does awesome. I don't know. I do I still like never really Kawhi's see him stretch more out. Like a disruptor, like in those lanes where mm-hmm. those passing lanes. 
So. He's not like oh, I mean, he's a good one-on-one, but you don't think about him as a one-on-one defender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas Paul George, yeah, he's more of that one-on-one. Like, can you go around me? Man, I can't wait to see PG this season, dude. I'm excited. Let's get to see some flashy dunks and yeah. <laughs> I need an excuse center. to wear my jersey. It's been a while since I've seen a windmill in the Staples Center. It's been a while since I uh, had a jersey that fit. So it's actually pretty good. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so I think it, in, in, oh, dude, we should, t- yeah, we need to figure out some time to actually go to a game. Um, just in general. Oh, I forgot to mention in the preseason section. So Patrick Beverly is doing a, a deal with Honey. I'm not sure if you saw this, where he's looking out for, I guess, the poor man. Mm-hmm. And he's partnering up with Honey, and they're giving away $10 tickets to every home game. Um, to do this, you have to follow Honey on social media. Okay. And there's two ticket booths in Staples Center that will be open an hour and a half before the game starts. And if you're there early, you have a chance at buying those $10 tickets. Oh my god, I can only imagine the line, dude. Imagine trying to get some Laker tickets against the Lakers. Holy moly. You'd probably have to be there like five hours in advance. You think so? I feel like no one's going to go through that LA traffic. So like if you live closer, you're willing to take the bus. I feel like you have a good shot. The thing is, because like, for example, like for me, like I didn't even know about this. I think if you are following them via social media, which I think a lot of the fans do. Um, and that's where they get a lot of their news. I think they'll show up. I think I think a good test run, uh, legit, like, we should totally do it. But we need to, like, have them play against, like, somebody sorry, like the Phoenix Suns or something. And then just see, you know, if there's a line for that. Because I'm down to pay 10 bucks to just to see the Suns. Hell, I shouldn't even be paying 10 bucks to see the Suns. That, should, that game should be free. <laughs> should be, Actually, I, I correct myself. We shouldn't be going to wait in line to watch the Suns for 10 bucks. That's like pretty Devin dumb. Booker should pay me ten dollars. Yes, yes. Um, who who would be a, a decent team that's not too crazy good? Anybody that is not the Warriors. Anybody you know, that's not. I think the Nuggets, even though they're like really good, I feel like they're not that popular. Yeah, I'd say I think against the Nuggets, against the Jazz, or maybe I think, the Blazers too. I think maybe no, maybe Dame has a following. No, I think against you know a good team would be the Rockets or the Pistons. Oh, uh, <laughs> the thing about this uh, deal is that they don't they don't say how many tickets they're going to give away and they don't say where the seats are. Oh, they don't. I mean, I don't I don't mind if it's in the three hundreds, but like they're ten dollars. Yeah, it's like ten bucks. It's pretty like, good. Holy crap! It's pretty cool. Yeah. So. It's a good deal to take advantage of if we ever have time to line up it, two, three hours. Yeah, it makes it makes sense that they do it like an hour and a half before the game and at the box office. So there's no way for you to be able to resell a ticket. Yep. So they're and smart about also, that. So maybe it'd be easier on those like matinee games too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. It's a really good idea. That or we should go like on a like a Lou Will bobblehead night or something <laughs> well, or maybe Star Wars night yeah or maybe paul george's first game back that'd be dope oh yeah we gotta look at the schedule for that i need to wear my jersey man 
<laughs> Need to make sure I get my money's worth. Let's go to our last segment, which is our predictions for the first two weeks of the season. Okay. So the season starts next Tuesday. Uh, sorry, we're recording on a Sunday, the October 20. So in two days, we play against the Lakers. Oh, how exciting! After, I know. It's like, finally, it's here. And then after that, we play the Warriors, Suns, and the following week, we play the Hornets, Jazz, and Spurs. So I asked Carlos and Devin to give us, to write down their predictions, um, like a win-loss, and we're going to share it right now. So I guess we'll start with Devin, since he just texted us his uh, predictions. Yes. His predictable prediction was that we go 6-0. and which is ideal, <laughs> and I get it, and I, that's expected of Devin, but... So what do you have? I have four and two. Oh. I have four and two. What do you have? I went five and one. You know what? I was debating five and one. I I expect the loss to come from the Warriors. Interesting. Oh, what was the other loss you had? I think the next loss might be Utah. But it could be Utah or the Spurs. The only reason why I'd say the Spurs is because it's from a back-to-back game. And sometimes there's always those games that kind of get away from you when you're coming on the second game of a back-to-back. But and then also, who knows who's going to rest. Maybe Kawhi's probably going to rest one of those games, too. Yeah. No, he probably would play against uh, the Spurs in that case. He probably would want to see Pop. Oh, I don't even know what his relationship is with Pop. I think they, like, hugged it out last time. Like, they gave each other, like, the bro hug. Yeah, I think they had mentioned something about Kawhi, like, being mad about wanting to be traded or something. And then Pop was all pissed off. But I don't know if they've made up or anything. I don't know. But, yes, I'm confident that they're going to win against the Lakers. They have to win against the Lakers. If they win against the Lakers for this first game, that's like a shut-up to all Laker fans. And it's like, yo, there's a new king in L.A. in town. Woo! What it do, baby? So my loss is against the Lakers. What? Come on, and man. And I have five consecutive wins after that. <sighs> so the reason why I say this, I mentioned it earlier, it's just I feel like our interior D is not that good yet. Mm. And I don't know if it will ever be that good, but I think we're going to be exploited in that first game. Just how much, I mean, compared to every other team on the schedule or the first two weeks, the Lakers are the only ones with like a pretty dominant big man. I know the Spurs have a uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, but I feel like he's someone we could play around rather than we can't really play around Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, unless, like, his thumb, like, bothers him or something. But you, you're right about it. But I was thinking that um, Clippers have pretty good perimeter shooters, man. And our second unit is pretty... It's it's the same. I mean, we still have that Lou williams Montrez mm-hmm. connection. So I, I mean, I'm just... That's my prediction. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm right, but... I mean, you could I mean, say that we'll you're see. right. I'm not that confident. <laughs> I mean, when this first six games are over and you're right, then you can say you're right. Right? Yes. Right. Right. Okay. So I think I think that Lakers game is probably going to be the hardest out of, out of these two games. Even though whenever we played the Lakers, like the last five years, we've always went like balls to the wall. Hmm. 
because because we always played with a chip on our shoulder. Yeah. I don't know if we'll play with a chip on their shoulder this year. It's always, it's always the Battle of LA, and then they ask him, hey, yo, is this a rivalry? And then they go, no, it's not a rivalry, because Lakers got 16 championships, and the Clippers got nothing. There is no rivalry there. Like, whatever. Enjoy your Taylor Swift banner. As long as there's no uh, players going through the alleyway to fight each other in the locker room. Yeah, that's, that's a little weird. So... Against Golden State, I feel like that's actually going to be a little more doable because we have the perimeter defense, and I think the Warriors are dealing with a lot of like changes right now, so that's not something we could take advantage of. Yeah, they they um, who they dude? Oh my gosh, deloading! Oh my gosh, his name, uh, former Laker point guard, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. I think I think he's going to be their sixth man. Like, he'll be in the running for the sixth man of the year. As far as I... No, no. I mean, it's... Oh, wait, but Clay's... Maybe. I don't know. Unless they're going small ball. But yeah. I haven't kept I up with like any... I feel like they'd have to shoot the lights out to beat us. Yeah. So I just think we have good... It's, you know, against that. But I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. That one might sneak up on us. I'm more confident about the... About the, uh, the next two games. Yeah. If Phoenix so easy next, peasy, Devin Booker. Yeah. Unless he has like another fifty something point game. That was towards the end of the season when yep. no one cared. And then against the Hornets. With without Kemba. With the uh, scary Terry Rosaire. Jeez. Um you And then like you mentioned, the Jazz and Spurs are after that. Yeah. So the Jazz, yeah, I'm a little worried, but I don't know. I feel like we still got that one in the bag. Man, freaking Utah Joe Ingles, dude. And just got jingled? Well, he used to be on the Clippers for like half yeah, a season or something. Yeah, talking trash about it. Yeah. About us. I'm just like, Homeboy okay. got cut because he couldn't make the cut and he couldn't hang. All of a sudden, he gets magic fingers, converts to whatever type of religion they have in Utah, and then... Boom. I mean, his weaknesses aren't as noticeable in the Jazz because he has Gobert to cover his ass. Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> his defense is so bad at the Clippers. Huh? Yeah. And then... Um... He's like a slow playmaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that rivalry between him and Paul George, too. That weird rivalry. What? What kind of rivalry they got? Like, in the playoffs, they started talking trash to each other and, like, Joe Ingles, like, made him turn over their ball, like, multiple times. What the heck? And don't listen to that Aussie guy. Jeez. Um, and then the Spurs, other than uh, Lamarcus, they don't. They don't really have they anybody got else. Derek White, who caught everyone by surprise last playoffs, and Demar Derozan. Oh, yeah, that's right. They have Demar. Yeah, Demar's like Demar's could, consistent, he just, but he's not like crazy. He doesn't have like a three point shot. So yeah, he has to play really well. I remember when he should have won the dunk contest, but they gave it to Blake because Blake was backed up by Kia back in 2009. Didn't they say, like, Andre, was it that the one with Andre Iguodala, too, or was that a different one? Uh, that no, that was a different one. one. It was uh, JaVale McGee, Blake Griffin, DeMar DeRozan, and I'm missing somebody else. I'm missing that other person because they probably didn't have much of an impact. That's real talk. If you know who that fourth person was, then feel free to... Actually, now I'm going to look it up. I wonder if it's like Nate Robinson for the... Oh, that, time. Yeah, that dude won 
Oh, and it was in 2009. Ironically, 2009 was Nate Robinson winner. Um, I'm <laughs> thinking 2011, I think. Yeah, 2011. So, so 2011 was it's Blake. Dang, I remember he had Baron Davis with him too. Oh yeah, with his like face sticking out of the Kia, the <laughs> uh, sunroof. Oh, Serge Ibaka. Oh. Serge Ibaka, I remember that. It was a really cringy one because he gave this little doll to this little kid. Or this kid came up to him and was like, help me, help me, mister. Get my doll. And then he's like, you want me to get you that doll? And then he was like... (laughs) Is he Arnold? (laughs) No, he wasn't Arnold. I'm trying to do like... Because he's like French, isn't he? I thought he was like French. Is he like Congonese? I don't know if... No, I don't think so. He represents the Spanish team. What? Yeah, he played alongside the Gasols. Oh, then maybe he is. I don't know, but he has an accent with it. <laughs> but I remember him was like, save my save my doll. And then he basically, his dunk was, he would dunk, but then with his mouth, he would grab the doll. And I just thought it was a little bit kind of lame. Corny. Yeah, it was, it was corny. Javel's, uh, Javel's, uh, oh, who is a Laker, by the way, did a really cool dunk where he did uh, two dunks on two different rims at the same time. Oh no, three three balls. That was pretty cool. Oh, and, that one was good too. Yeah, and then Demar did a really dope dunk. Was it called like the honey dip or something? Uh, I just remember like the host was like, "All right, let's get ready to see Demar do the honey dunk or honey dip." <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea, dude. Sorry, I ain't My dipping like nothing into nobody's honey. Concise. Um, yeah, dude. So wow, we went really off track, but um. Once again, Devin has them. Has the Clippers going six and zero? I have them going five and one. I have them Carlos going has. four and two. So we'll see who uh, comes out on top. Woo! Hopefully. Maybe we could have a little side bet. Yeah, the, the what matters is that what comes on top is the Clippers. As long as the Clippers come out on top at the end of this week, have a positive record, and hopefully nothing too cringeworthy, and chemistry is rolling. Then we, I think we're good. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, I can't believe the NBA season's here already. I could tell in your voice about how excited you are. Yeah, thanks. It's it's getting pretty late, too. <laughs> okay. Well, you could dream about it. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of our podcast. Whee! So once again, you could follow us on Twitter at ClipsAhoy underscore pod. Um, our email, mm-hmm. if you guys have any comments feedback uh, it's gonna be clips ahoy podcast at gmail.com you can catch us on anchor.fm spotify what else we got i think we're on the itunes podcast now we should be on a lot of the podcast platforms now Hell yeah if you want to bash us on any of those platforms feel free to drop a comment on them or review us too yeah i believe that helps us get like more views that definitely does help so and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything else that you need to say before we are outies? Nope, that's all. <laughs> okay, for me is Devin, you suck. And uh, <laughs> with that being said, I am Carlos. I'm Jason. And this was the Clips Ahoy podcast. Yarr.